good to be here at Landmark. Love you all with all my heart. I appreciate your faithfulness over the years. I do appreciate what those young men did. I was telling the pastor, I like, you know, there's a lot of positives there. And uh, they're learning to play an instrument. Uh, there's fears getting up here, I promise you that. And um, what sounds good when no one's in here seems like it just never sounds that good when everybody's here. If you've ever tried to sing. And, uh, but anyway, great job, well done, and uh, it's a blessing to my heart. Amen? If you have your Bible, if you would please, turn with me to Luke chapter 12, verse 16. We're going to read a few verses. The Bible says, And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? And he said, now catch that, and he said, this will I do. Be careful when your voice becomes the prominent voice. Be careful when God's voice is not heard. Be careful when it's about you and not about him. Okay? He says here, this will I do. You don't know what you're going to do tomorrow. You might not be here. And this is the story. Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits, he said there in verse 17. And he said, this will I do. I'll pull down my barns and build greater. Is that right? There will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. No doubt this man had success. He had some satisfaction. He felt like I'm secure. And you could see this. Hey, I got money to bank. I've got to build bigger barns. I'm happy camper. Be careful when you put your future in your today's possessions, physically. A lot of people do that. Look what he says in verse 19. And I'll say to my soul, so thou hast much goods, I laid up for many years, take thine ease. And here, here's, here's the curse. Eat, drink, and be what? All about me. You ever been there? Care for no one else but me, baby. If you get in the way, you go down. I'll move you. Boy, arrogance, pride. He says here in verse 20, and here's, here's where God kicks in. But God said unto him. Now there's a lot of folks out here. I've read about them. One man said it like this. <clears throat> he says they live as many people are practical atheists. They may claim to believe there is a God, but they live as though he did not exist. Could you be guilty of this? I'm going to read it again. Many people are practical atheists. They may claim to believe there is a God, but they live as, the, as though he did not exist. May I remind you, God will have the last what? He'll have the last say. Now keep this in mind. I want to preach. I got 20 minutes. I want to preach on four fools in the Bible. All right, four fools in the Bible. Verse 20, but God said, thy fool, what is a fool? It's a man that's silly. He laughs everything off. You know, everything's good. I got money. Man, I'm already at the top of my ladder. I'm looking down at everybody. A fool is somebody that has been instructed, but he won't heed instruction. Uh, If you look at uh, the word fool, it's the word S-T-U-P-I-D. We won't say it. But it's what it is. He don't have enough sense to look beyond tomorrow. He don't have enough sense to think about, you know, there's a God that loves me. 
It's all about him. Could that be you? Have you ever thought about where you're going to spend eternity? The first fool is those who deny the existence of God. Psalms 53, 1 says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. I'll just live, and when I die, it's all over. Not what the Bible says. Hebrews 9 says, After death, judgment. You're going to go somewhere, heaven or hell, and listen, you got to choose. And the devil's game is for you to be a fool. Laugh at it. Put it off. But your day's coming. Could be quicker than you think. The fool says, <clears throat> he just denies that there's a God that i got to give an account to. There's no creator. There's no man uh, that i got to stand before. Jesus has all authority and power. Matter of fact, Philippians says that every knee will bow. I've already bowed. I settled out of court. you got a court day ahead of you. Every person has to stand before the God who created you and loved you. Your sins have been paid for, but it won't benefit you because you've been foolish. You put it off. You died without Christ. The wages of sin is death. That's eternal death. So he, he reminds you and I that even our conscience declares there's a God. In Romans 1.19, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. God said, I put it in you with your conscience, with the beauty of my creation. You know there's a God. I made you that way. Yes, Adam sinned and threw us all under the bus, but still there's something in you calling out for something that you can't find unless it's God. Man's without excuse. Romans 2. Don't die a foolish man. Don't think, well, there's not a God. The Bible declares there's a God. He tells you and I in Proverbs 14, 7, go from the presence of foolish man. Are you believing those at the higher education over God? Well, they said, but what does the word say? Who's winning the battle? What man says or what God says? He tells you and I in verse 8, the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of the fools is deceit. Do you still respect the Word of God? Have you ever respected the Word of God? Is it just a book among other books or is it the book that's above all the books? He tells you and I in verse 9, fools make a mock of sin. Laugh at it. Play with it like it's a kitten playing with yarn. Just whatever, I can do what I want. No, you know, no recompense, uh, no repercussions. I just dying, it's over. I hurt who I want, sleep with who I want to sleep with, break up any marriage. Hey, baby, listen, it's all open. You better be careful. Bible tells you and I have full lives as if there is no God. He reminds you and I in Colossians chapter 1 verse 20 tells you and I in Acts chapter 19 verse 1 the heavens declare the glory of God. Every morning, man, did you see the moon last night? Whoa, what a beautiful full moon. And guess what? It was still there this morning. We drove home from um, Nitro yesterday, West Virginia. Man, what a show God put on. And my daughter's taking pictures I'm like, and every time I'm like, man, you get, better get this one. It's It's different. Changes it. Throws all those callers out there. Hey, what a God we serve. And to know him. Bible tells you and I in Acts chapter 14, he talks about it in, in Colossians 1.16. For by him were all things created 
that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible, invisible, whether they be thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, all things were created by him. And he is before all things. And by him all things consist. I mean, it's all through the Bible. He's trying to tell you, don't die as a fool. Don't live as if I don't exist. I was here before you are, and I'm the one you're going to bow before. Hey, bow now. Get your sins under the blood. Don't die as a fool. Bible tells you and I, fools make a mock. Those who delight at sin. That's a fool. Listen, it's crazy what goes on. People play with sin like there's no penalty to it. But the Bible tells you and I all through the word of God, there is a penalty to sin. Romans 5, turn there if you would. If not, that's fine. I'll read it to you. But Romans 5, verse 12. They mock its existence. Romans 5, 12 says it like this. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, was Adam warned, yes or no? Was Eve warned, yes or no? How in the world could you focus on one bad tree when there's thousands of good trees? How in the world could she listen to a voice that had nothing to do with creation? And yet the God that loved her and created her and fellowshiped with her didn't put her in a bad place. It was paradise. It was perfect. And yet, what do we do? She acted as a fool and delighted in the voice of deception. Boy, it just didn't hurt her, just didn't hurt Adam, but it hurt all of us. Just a reminder, they was kicked out of paradise, lost their fellowship with Christ. Remember, they hid themselves. There's something in man because what's the first thing they do? They begin to find leaves and sew it together to to present themselves before God like nothing happened. Listen, sin has happened and thank God Christ dealt with it on Calvary and you gotta know him as your savior before you can ever benefit knowing your sins are forgiven. Tells you and I, the second fool is those who delight in sin. Look at verse 17. Tells you and I, for if one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. If you stay in Adam, you die as a fool. If you step out of the first Adam into the second Adam, that would be Christ, death, burial, and resurrection, receive Christ into your heart. Guess what? Sins are forgiven. You don't die eternal damnation. You live forever with Christ in his righteousness. You don't pray about that. You jump on it. Amen. You don't think about that. Hell's full of folks who thought about it but kept putting it off. Bible says salvation is a today thing. It's now. Redeem the opportunity. Don't let it pass. You're not promised tonight or this afternoon. Hey, if God speaks to your heart, don't leave here as a fool. Don't act as if he don't exist. Don't mock at sin. Sin sent our, his son to the cross. Calvary was an ugly scene where he bore your sins on Calvary. Listen, sin had to be dealt with. Either you'll let Christ deal with your sin or you're going to deal with it. Tells you and I fools make a mock, but among the righteous there's favor. Adam and Eve got the favor of God. You know why? Because there was a sacrifice made. God covered them with the skins of an animal, which is a picture of redemption. A life had to be given 
to redeem mankind. It's a picture of Christ. If Christ didn't come down here, listen, we could have never went up there. We're blinded, bankrupt. What are we going to do? We're on our way to hell. Bible even used this little thought of sheep. If he didn't come to shepherd us, we would just follow one another. Like with, with Adam and say, hey, you know, do the best we can and we'll hopefully get there. No, it's not a works. It's a gift you can receive by faith. Don't leave here mocking at sin, thinking it's no big deal. Those who delight at sin, there's a price to be paid. Tells you and I in James 1.15, they mock at it. When lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Children operate on the basis of feelings, but adults operate on the basis of his will. There's a time that emotions drove me. How about you? Looks good. Seems right. Go for it. As children. Don't see the end results of it. Kids will take a a spark or a... um, Firework and stand over and go, whoa, watch this. And you better move. Ah, I got her. <laughs> yeah, right. You dummy. You know what I'm saying? You just don't do that with kids. They don't see it. It looks fun. Let's do it. Hey, get involved. Sin always looks fun. But when you grow up, you realize sin's got a bite to it. Sin's got a death to it. Some of us right now are in here still living with that death, that, that bite of emotional sin that you get wrapped up in and you look back as you get older and you think, what was I thinking? You was thinking with your emotions and not on the basis of God's will. Hey, by the way, that's why we need Sunday school. Well, you can learn some things if you want to learn. If you don't want to learn, you'll just stay foolish. But knowledge gives you power. Knowledge will give you confidence. Knowledge in the Word of God, they call it faith. It's a conviction. You don't come to church because everybody else wants you to. You come to church because you want to. Amen? And we all go through that stage. Where the good times or bad times, you know enough about him to know that he's a great God and he loves you. The Bible tells you and I the end of sin is death. Romans 6.23. You might laugh at it. You might think it don't exist. But the Bible says it does. You, you can mock at its effect, but it always has a bite. And you can mock to its end, but the end is death. I want to encourage you. John three nineteen. Jesus said they love darkness rather than fools. Plan their day and God's not involved. Never think about eternity. Listen, as pastors, we do a lot of funerals. It's amazing the attitude you face in a funeral home. They don't want you to say anything. And the songs you hear in a funeral is foolish. One guy's like, stand me up. I forget how his country song set me out by, you know, it's like he's just mocking at sin, laughing at it. I did it my way, you idiot. <laughs> Bragging about, hey, I did it my way. Hey, baby, you're dead. Amen. Your soul's in hell. Mock at sin. You don't mock at sin very long. Sin will bite you. You might be here thinking, well, I'm here, preacher. Get off my back. No, I'm here because you need instruction. The third foolish person in the Bible is those who despise instruction. You've heard right, you just don't respect it. You heard about hell, but you really don't 
You think you've got time. Proverbs 1.7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. I mean, you can tell them, but they don't want to hear it. I mean, and that's the thing about soul winning. You just got to be tough enough to say, listen, my job is to put it out in love. You can't save anybody. But how many stories have I read when I was a Gideon? I used to look up stories of people who in desperate times would pull up a drawer in a hotel thinking, how can I end my life and get in a book? And God said, hey, don't die. I love you. And they give their heart to Christ. Heard of a missionary on his way towards Michigan and right past Polaris and Columbus stopped at a rest place and put some... Um, tracks in various places and he's at another church and someone stood and said I wouldn't be here today if I didn't stop at a rest area at a certain place on this certain day and find a track and read it and gave my heart to Jesus in a bathroom and that guy as a missionary was in that service Tracked it down to the very day. You say, it's foolish. No, it's not. You and I, know. listen, you and I have tomorrow's news today. He didn't leave us here guessing. We know at any moment the rapture can come. Don't live like it's way out. It could be tomorrow. It could be today. We know that. If you know tomorrow's news today, what are you going to do? Set on it? No. You're going to warn folks. Told you earlier the crowd of a young lady, mother of two young girls, died of an overdose. Her daddy's a pastor. He was a pastor. She got hanging out with the wrong people. And next thing you know, you know how it is. The devil says, come on, let's get that off of you. Let's, let's get some good vibes in you. She's fought it on and off. Others have found her kids, you know. In place, it's just, you know how it is. And so she passed away through the night. And they found her in the morning. Beautiful black woman with two kids with a great future. Listen, the devil could care less about your future. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy. Well, I would never get caught in that. Listen, if you won't take the instruction of God's word, you're a fool. Bible says in Proverbs 122, how long you simple ones? I've not, I've spoken to you. I've sent preachers to you. I've warned you. It's as if I'm not speaking. God said, I've, you've heard my voice. It says it right there in verse 20, how long you simple ones will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. Don't interrupt my life. I'm making bigger barns. But you remember what the text said? But God said in verse 20, This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall these things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. Thirdly, a fool just don't want to hear about it. Not interested. Pastor, you ever feel that at a funeral? <laughs> Everything's been good, but now you got to come up and do your part. We've had enough. Hey, play another song. Make us feel good. Booting, scooting, dooting, whatever it is. 
I'm telling you, it's crazy what you hear. They're celebrating death. Ignorant. Fools. And with the grace of God, and I know you do the same thing. You get up and say, God, help me. They don't want to hear a word I got to say. But you know why I plant my feet and say what the Bible says? Because I got to give the count. Proverbs 13, 13, whosoever despiseth the word shall be destroyed. Did you hear that? If this word don't touch you, it'll touch you down there. Remember the rich man said, hey, oh Lord God, oh, hey, hey, help, help, hey, give me grace and mercy down there. They're screaming. Give me that, what she was talking about. Hey, tell me what Brother Munchie, I want what Brother Munchie said. Hey, remember that Babe Ruth that came by? Hey, he said something about heaven and hell and Jesus. I want, hey, hey, hey. Too late, pal. You heard it up here, but you didn't respect it. I don't understand the Bible. That's hogwash. Devil don't want you to understand it. You open this book and say, God, teach me your word. And God says, thank you. I'd be more than happy to. Proverbs 19, 27, cease, my son, to hear the instruction that calls us to err from the words of knowledge. In pastoring, you got to deal with people. Hey, by the way, we're in the people business. Well, I'm saved, but I don't like people. Well, something ain't right because God loved people. Right? For God so loved the, but God, uh, what, Romans 5, 8, but God committed his love toward us while we were yet. God said, when you didn't know me, I knew your condition. When you wasn't reaching towards me, I reached, I reached towards you. We are in the people business. We're to reach people. You give your money to reach people. Money is souls. It's not your money. That's your problem. It's not yours. It's his. You're just a steward. God says if you don't take the principle, that's why I love faith promise. Faith promise allows you to set the ceiling for how many missionaries you're going to set and take care of. You don't make that decision. by. I mean, it's all after your giving. You're a part of it. You partner with missionaries. You partner with God to get his gospel to the world with his money that he's given you to steward. I don't have it to give. You don't know Bible. You're, you're foolish. And I'm sorry, but you don't know Bible. God blesses a generous giver. Well, I had it to give. You give by faith. You don't wait and see how much you got. You give it by faith. You give your 10% and you write whatever God laid on your heart. You give it by faith. And watch, listen, if, if God gave it to you, there's no need of faith. I got it right here. I don't need no faith today, Jimmy. No, faith is a God based upon your word. I'm giving by faith to reach the world because you didn't call me to go to China. But I'm gonna help that guy and his family go. What I'm trying to get you to see is when we think it's ours, we're foolish. When's the last time you saw a U-Haul behind the hearse? No, they're gonna, someone's going to clean your house out and wish you'd have done it before you died. You know, Dad had this. For, I remember he wore that when we was kids and hasn't worn it since. i got plain things in my closet. I have no business being there. I'm lazy. 
Number four, those who die unprepared is a fool. Listen, you know death's coming. How do you prepare? You prepare by giving your heart to Jesus. Because absent from the body is present with the Lord. Before they ever come and check your pulse, you went home. Before they ever pronounced you dead by the corner, you gone to heaven. Amen? What's that stuff they use to bring people back from Narton? Narton? I've heard they've done it three times to a person. And then three days later, do it again to the same person. And then again in a month to the same person. You bring them back, but they don't learn. You bring them back, they just go back. Four fools. The fourth one is those who die without him. But God said to him, thou fool, this night... Thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall these things be which thou hast? Just asking you, man, don't die as a fool. Don't want to. You don't have to. What do I do? Give your heart to Jesus. Get it settled. And let's be honest. If you're an emotional Christian, and I was, let's just, if, you, if you're saved, you don't read the Bible, you're driven by emotions. And you can't be driven by anything else. You don't know anything. Right? You ever, you ever work on electric with a real electrician? He, he's like, oh, 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 oh you, you're not going to touch those, are you? Well, yeah, why not? He said, oh, no. Why? Because no, no, no. What do we do to our kids? No, don't, don't, don't run across. Just get the mail. Don't run a, It's a no, 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 no. Somebody knows what they're doing. There's more no's than there is yeses. When you go by your feelings, everybody else is doing it. Yeah, we're just going to move in together. That's what my buddy's doing. See, you're taking everybody else's word over God's word. You're foolish. If you're a child of God, amen, you're different than anybody else. We don't act like the world does because we've been called out of darkness into light. We're held to a higher law because the Spirit of God lives in us. You can make all the excuses you want to. But the bottom line is if you're truly saved, you went against the grieving and the voice of God. Amen? Amen? Don't be foolish. Take God's book over man's words. Take God's book over University of Kentucky, whatever they're teaching you. Take God's word over it all. Why? Because the world is a mess. But the creator of the world is going to even redeem the world one day. It's coming. So don't live as, as if you don't know. Don't be foolish. Be wise. And know what the book says. He'll save your soul if you'll come. Christian, you might say, man, preacher, what in the world? You just killed me. I didn't know, I'm trying to help you. You know, you go to a doctor and it, sometimes it hurts what they got to do. He brings that needle and I'm like, done. I'm like, dude, give me a pill. Something I can chew. No, it needs more than a pill, David. What? Sometimes there's hurt to get better. This book hurts sometimes. It, it hurts only to get your attention because he knows you're heading down the wrong road. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed. God, please take this message, your word. Stir hearts. I pray for somebody lost on their way to hell. They'd come and come quickly. Get saved here this morning. Oh, what a, what a joy when the rejoicing starts in heaven and it starts down here. Oh, God, that's why you sent your son. May they say yes to you. I pray for believers, Christians, 
And God, maybe they heard something in this message that helped them or stirred them. Or God, maybe it put a little stinger in them. But God, help us not to run from you, but run to you. Please, God, give us victory in our lives here this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you stand with me, please? Brother Munch, you'll take over.